What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Who You Got with Mello and Rado. It's a sports podcast where we talk your favorite sports debates, sports highlights, and sports matchups. Thank you guys for watching. We got a big week ahead of you guys, ahead of us, and we had a long season ahead of us. And I'm talking about the NBA, and we're talking oh, yes. Oh, yes. NBA play-in and NBA playoffs are coming up, right, Mello? Oh, yeah, so we're pretty much right in the beginning of NBA play-in. This is the third year that they implemented it, and obviously right after that, we go straight into the playoffs. Pretty much no break for us and the players. It's just going to be a hectic couple months, and already, uh, and I'll be honest, it seemed like a short season because it just seemed like we were talking about the Warriors and the Celtics just a while ago, but already we're uh, a few months away from crowning another NBA champion. It seems like the NBA season is like the longest season. I mean, they go from like November all the way to like June, the end of June. So like you're pretty much talking about them all year. But oh, yeah. I mean, real quick, before we even get started on this episode, this is a big milestone for us, right? I mean, we we pretty much started this podcast two years ago. And the first episode that we ever did was the plan, the NBA plan episode 2021. And that was uh, the first year that they actually did uh, the play-in tournament. Uh, So we pretty much started our first episode uh, with that play-in tournament. Uh, We described to our fans what it was, what's going on. It was new to everyone. Uh, Last year, they made some adjustments. Uh, And and this year, they they made a few more adjustments. And uh, I think they kind of found what they're sticking with. Uh, So definitely... uh, before we get into it, definitely want to say uh, definitely Big Monso. This is now going to be our third year uh, going into who you got. Definitely want to say thank you to all the fans who've been with us. Uh, we continue to improve. We continue to learn. And we definitely continue to want to give you guys better uh, and more sports content, uh, sports, everything related. Um, just giving you guys all the things that you love. So we want to say thank you for the people that's been following us. Exactly. Really. Thank you, guys. It's been a hell of a ride and we love it every single minute of it. We love giving you guys like all the sports knowledge that we have. And also, you know, just having like some awesome debates and and literally talking about some awesome different matchups and different sports. Um, So it's been it's been awesome. Really, It's been great. Like and definitely thank you for being a great co-host as well, Melo. You know, oh, yes, we've, we've had some great debates on this, but. It just makes us love it more. I don't know. I don't know about you, but for me, that's how it is. <laughs> oh yes, no, we definitely, uh, uh, we definitely been doing that thing, and obviously, I can definitely say I, I, I do a couple other things with a, a couple other people, even on a, a other podcasts. Uh, but I definitely want to say you are one of the best people I work with, uh, and a lot of the things that you see happening, uh, including uh, a lot of our production and stuff. I definitely want to uh, give up to our boy Rado. He, he puts in a lot of work, uh, and definitely, you, you know how we do. We're gonna continue to, to do more. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. But definitely give yourself some big ups too. The, the blogs, the the websites. We we definitely got it all for you guys, and we will talk about that a little bit more where you guys can find us, but. Let's get started on this NBA playing, and before mm-hmm. you know, we really get started with it, and we talk about the matchups. Let's uh tell the folks kind of what it is again for for those that you know didn't watch it last year, and honestly, two years ago it was slightly different because they didn't have the tenth seat. So let's tell the folks what the playing is. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. Basically, uh, we have four teams uh, in the playing tournament: seventh, uh, eighth, ninth, and tenth seed. Uh, so pretty much uh, the two games we're going to talk about today is the seventh and eighth seed facing each other. Uh, the winner of that basically gets seventh seed. They're safe in the playoff. They get to face the number two 
they move on. Now exactly. you got the other. Go, go ahead, yeah, yeah. Then you got yeah. pretty much the ninth and tenth place teams on the east and the west. They have to play two playing games because they have to play the first one against each other. Ninth and tenth team plays each other, and then they move on to the next playing game. And then the winner of the ninth and tenth plays the loser of the seventh and eighth game that took place before. So then pretty much the winner of the nine and ten and the loser of the seven and eighth have to fight it out for that eighth spot. And whoever wins that game gets the eighth spot. And that's how your playoffs are pretty much uh, decided. Uh, it's it's interesting how the NBA did it, but, you know, it gives a lot more parity to the league and obviously brings in more teams to, to the playoffs. Definitely. I, I do believe a big part of that was they got they don't want tanking. Uh, they've been doing a lot of changes to the draft. Uh, they want to say, hey, at least you, as long as you're not really the bottom two or three teams in a conference, you can still really compete and at least try to get into a playoff position. Um, obviously, not everyone can win a championship, but they definitely do want to try to increase the, the competition by doing yeah. this. That's what I they personally try to think do, it's, it's a little – I think it's a little messed up that you're, you're forcing a seventh seed uh, to fight for a playoff position. But at the end of the day, um, it is what it is. I'll be honest. I'm not mad at it. We're going to see good basketball. Uh, it definitely made the end of the season a lot, a lot better. Uh, the West, completely crazy. So that's what I was going to say with this. I think that this year, for sure, the West deserves that play-in tournament. Because you saw it from fourth seed all the way to, like, 11th seed almost. They were they were, like, four games apart. And that was going in towards the end of the season. The last five games of the season, it was like that, too. So a lot, a lot of things like could have happened in the West. And even like the 10th spot team is almost as good as like a fifth spot team. So like there you definitely need it. But for for the East, it was a little bit unfair. You know, I mean, the seventh seed shouldn't that yeah. definitely have to compete with the 10th the seed Raptors. But, you know, we definitely have to talk about that, except I don't know if this really helped with the tanking because. I don't know. I mean, you were right about the Dallas Mavericks not making the playoffs. You made this prediction, you know, after Kyrie got traded, and that was a great prediction by you. I, I definitely thought they were going to make the playoffs. They didn't, but you saw at the end of the season, they pretty much looked like they were, I don't know, you can't say necessarily tanking, but, you know. I mean, it was one game. I I don't know what would make them decide, like, does that, did losing one game and missing the playoffs get them that much closer to getting the first got pick. A, so this is what I heard. They got a top 10 pick. And um, if they didn't have a top 10 pick, it would have had to move to New York. New York held their this year's pick, but it's top 10 protected. Mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, so, at the end of the day, they were already on just losing while trying to win. So I guess that one game, a lot of people sought out their stars, but I guess they were the they could have won a playoff spot, so I, I do see. But at that point, even winning a playoff spot, they just know you're, you're not beating nobody in the West, let right. alone the Nuggets. Without a big man on your roster and no defense, it's over. Yeah, and they yeah, they, they definitely didn't want to go into the playoffs knowing that they were just going to get out quick. But, you know, talking about them, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. Let's talk about the teams that are fighting, you know, first for, for that eighth seed right now. Let's talk about that. Uh, sorry, seven. this is for the seventh seed. Excuse me, sorry. Yep. Seventh seed. Uh, we're going to talk about the seven and eight matchup. Uh, we're going to go into the East. Talk about Atlanta Atlanta Hawks. They're in there versus the Miami Heat. I mean, these are two franchises, both of them, that have been in the Eastern Conference Finals the last, uh, you know, three years. You know, they've been in the Eastern Conference Finals, and now they're they're in a play-in. What do you, what do you expect from this game? 
honestly, um, <clears throat> this 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 game. Uh, well, first, I don't care who wins this game; they're gonna lose in the first round, anyways. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely have to tell you that you already know Early how prediction. I feel. Uh, big C's, big C's up. You already know how I feel. Um, but definitely, this is this is gonna be a good game. So, the the playing tournament obviously has only been around for a few years. But as funny as it is, this is actually a game that the playing game is dependent on a, a, a matchup that was actually in the playoffs last year. Um, and truthfully, that playoff series had a lot of lot of things that led up to this playing game. Uh, basically, at that point, it was clear as day um, when first Miami beat uh, the Hawks. Uh, okay. At that point, Miami was actually the first seed and the Hawks were the eighth seed. Um, beat them four to one. Exactly. And it was clear as day that they had no one else but Trey Young that could handle the ball. So pretty much uh, coming into this year's matchup, the big thing is, uh, well, Miami's not that much different. You still got Butler. You still got Bam. Those are still the guys. Uh, but obviously the big thing over in Atlanta is they went and got DeAndre Murray, which is someone else who can handle that ball. Uh, so seeing the Miami Heat force that, like, we kind of knew that, but they, hey, they had a good year. They scraped the play-in tournament, got in in the eighth seed, did their thing, but obviously Miami exposed them. Like Miami have way too many perimeter defenders to be able to. There, no one else could step up. There was no one else who could step up. So definitely love that this is now the first matchup we get to see uh, to actually decide who is seventh seed. Um, and I, I think it's gonna be a good matchup. Really uh, force each other to uh, to pull out the strains. Uh, so how do you how do you think this matchup is gonna lean? Yeah, I I definitely agree. Like I mean it. We saw this matchup last year, but it's just interesting to me more so that both of these teams have been so hot in the Eastern Conference, and now they're literally fighting for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Miami, like last year, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they were number Atlanta, one. Yeah. What is it? They were number one seed. Yeah, they were one Miami. seed. And, yeah. And now they're fighting for a seven seed. Exactly. And, and Atlanta, a few years ago, they were number one seed, if you remember. And they actually made it to the... Eastern Conference Finals as well. So it's just interesting to how far these teams have fallen. And maybe not just that, but how how good like the East is and how much better some of the other teams are. But as far as this, this game, I for sure think that I thought that uh, Murray was going to help Atlanta a lot. It didn't look like he did, even early in the season. I mean, yes, they had uh, injuries with uh, Trey Young early in the season. He was out uh, a bunch of games. But, you know, towards the end of the season, it didn't seem like... Uh, with Murray and Young, they can just both have the ball in their hands. They're they're both primary ball handlers, and they really need the ball in their hands a lot. I mean, Trey Young is literally like one of the highest usage uh, percentage players in the league, so he always needs the ball in his hands, and he dribbles around with it a lot. So you see that maybe they're not the best fit. But as far as like this game, I do think that Miami is going to be a problem for Atlanta. I mean, Especially down low, I still think Bam is going to be a problem. And you got three guys that can score over 20. I mean, you got Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Tyler Hero. They can all score over 20, and they're averaging over 20 points. So I don't think that, honestly, Atlanta even has the firepower to keep up with these guys. But what you said about Boston, I don't know if uh, – I mean, you said that this is already over for Boston. But I'll, I'll tell you one I thing. Mean, I, it's going to be a tough series, but yeah. – and I don't want to talk about the series the yet round. at all, but I'll tell you one thing. If they have to play Miami, this is going to be a tough, tough first round for Boston, bro. A very tough round. Because if you remember, they played last year as well. And they took them to seven games. I'm just saying, though, they took them to seven games. I mean, they, uh, you know, they and took it. And think about it. it. We, we, we got better and they got worse. 
they definitely seem like they got worse in the regular season. But Miami, like, uh, you know, I, I will say that they have they play good against good competition. Um, no, they have shown that Jimmy shown that. plays good against good competition. I mean, we could definitely talk about it's Jimmy, Jimmy that we too. scared off in playoff Jimmy. That, that's we who we scared of. Jimmy. Anyone else? I ain't worried about. I ain't worrying about all damn Bam out of bio. He's gonna go off for one game in the series, and the rest of the game is gonna average nine. I, uh, I mean, but before he that he got to get through know. this game now. Mind you, he's he's got a lot to 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 deal with. They're gonna definitely throw Clinton Capella, John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, if they have to. But I, I feel like DeAndre Hunter would probably be on Jimmy. Uh, but they're definitely gonna throw a lot of big bodies at Jimmy and Butler. Um, so or not Jimmy and Butler, but Jimmy and Bam. So I definitely do think that before we start hatching our eggs, talking about Boston, uh, they gotta worry about a uh, trade. Cause like I said, obviously, uh. Trey decided to go get some help. You got a good backcourt. Both of them averaging 20. Um, Trey is averaging over 10 assists. Uh, DeAndre is getting you six assists and five rebounds. So I definitely do think that uh, they both should be able to split the split not only the responsibilities, but also find a way to, to split that that defense that was just so suffocating on Trey last year. And obviously, um, them front court big men got to step up. So I, I definitely do think that this is going to be a, a tough fall matchup. Uh, Miami won three out of the four this year. They did. Uh, and all that was them were single I, digits, though. They have so they were all close games. But I don't think that, like, down low, you're going to have much trouble. I think Bam is going to do his thing. I mean, the last four yeah. matchups that they played he's been averaging 25 and 10 against Atlanta so I think that he plays amazing against them I mean and one thing about Trey Young he he doesn't shoot well against Atlanta he shoots 43 percent when he plays Atlanta so that no, sorry, when, he plays Miami, when he plays Miami no historically he they they suffocate him they they definitely do suffocate him uh uh that I think they what, what was the number you said he shoots 43 percent the last four yeah, games and they hold him against they him. hold him from they under shoot. uh uh, they hold him under 20 points historically uh, when he plays him. So he, he's definitely not the best against him. Uh, but obviously, uh, that, that should improve. Uh, but for me, I, I'll be honest. I ain't really too worried about Bam. Like, I do understand he... Uh, I'll be honest. You know what? Because this is me just thinking about next round. <laughs> he will have a good game. I think he does have a good game. Him. Yes, he is. And I think there ain't no one over there who can't stop Jimmy. So the problem is, uh, who's gonna be able to put pressure uh, on those two big boys over there in in, in Miami and Kenday? Right, right. And honestly, I, I I expect Tyler Hero to ball out too. I I think that he's gonna get around 20, 25 points this game. I'm not sure if Billy's or Jimmy's gonna ball out because I do think that they're gonna give it to Bam more in this game. I think that Bam's gonna ball out inside. He's gonna get over 20. Tyler Hero is definitely going to get over 20 in this game. And I'll be honest, I got this game as a little bit of a blowout, I guess you could say. I got it a nine-point game. I'll say it right now. I got 108 to 101. Miami winning. Oh, okay. Miami. That's who you got, Miami? Yeah, I got Miami. Right. What about you, though? Who you got? Um, I'll be honest. Uh, Historically, uh, Trey Young don't do well against uh, the Heat. Um. Jimmy's just a dog playoff. Jimmy, we already know what we're going to get. I do think uh, Bam has a great game uh, before he becomes a dud in the next round. And obviously, I do understand. And I do see that Miami is on their own revenge tour. Uh, so they definitely want to uh, get their win. And it's on their own court. So I definitely do got Miami winning this. 
Um, a lot of motivation going into this to try to beat uh, Trey Young again and get to Boston matchup. So I definitely do got them winning. I got this a Heat 116 to 108-1. So I got to buy eight points. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I just think they they got too much firepower over there. And Atlanta's going to have to figure some things out after this year, you know, with uh, a different lot of pieces. Things. Especially Capella and, and uh, Hunter, not Hunter, but uh, John Collins as well. But, mm-hmm. you know, going from, uh, you know, a team in the West with a big, like Capella, to a, I'm sorry, a team in the East with Capella to a team in the West that's going to be missing their big for the playing game. The Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Los Angeles Lakers are playing in the playing game. And of course, this this game has got a lot of little little stories behind it just because all things have been going on. Obviously, the last game of the season, Rudy Gobert had an incident with his own teammate in the bench and his his team suspended him for the playing game. Um so that's a big storyline in this game. Of course, in the middle of the season, the Lakers traded uh, to get D'Angelo Russell on their team, which was obviously huge, and, and uh, Jared Vanderbilt as well. So a lot, a lot of big storylines in this in this game. Who you got for this one? Exciting West matchup. I mean, <clears throat> you said it, man. Storyline, storyline, storylines. Uh, this is a storyline about one team. Like you said, made those Crucial, crucial midseason trades. Uh, got D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, Hachimura. Uh, pretty much have been one of the hottest teams in, in the league, winning 18 of their last 26 after they got those players. Uh, then on the other end, <laughs> you got a team that not only are just have just been doing horrible after midseason, uh, pretty much have been playing straight even, like losing three, winning four, or like uh, pretty much winning three, going going for two losses, winning one, going for one again. Just kind of you don't really know what you're getting. The last and 25 then, games, they're 13 and 12, so they're literally almost 500, which is crazy. Yeah, exactly. So And then it's not like a consistent like you just don't know what Timberwolves teams you're getting. And then they just decided to end off the season on the worst note they possibly can. Um, basically, a couple weeks ago, they lost their best uh, perimeter uh, or one of their best big men, uh, Nas Reed, uh, one of their backups, pretty much their only backup big that they really had. Uh, then uh, you just said the whole Gobert uh, hitting Kyle Anderson. He's now suspended for this game. And then somehow, Jaden yeah. McDaniels, their you best perimeter McDaniels. defender... Punched a wall, <laughs> and now he broke his hand, and he's out the remainder of the season. Uh, Crazy, so out for the season much, for punching a wall. Like, damn, bro. Like, how mad did you get? Like, <laughs> Nah, I ain't going to lie. Uh, who was it? Shout out to my boy B. Frank, I think. Uh, a homeboy in college. He definitely, uh, I'm pretty sure he punched a wall or glass or something after a game. And uh, definitely was out for a while. Um, but At least yeah, it's not the uh, weirdest injury, though, in these playoffs. Because, I mean, my man Jalen Brown over here dropping faces and getting five stitches in his hand. So, <laughs> definitely hey, not the weirdest it. injury. Hey, but, hey, but at this point, uh, they don't want no injuries. Yes, so, right. horrible end to the season. I mean, what can you say? Uh, no one knows what we're going to get out of the Lakers team. Yeah, they're hot. But how far are they realistically going to go in the playoffs? They really can go far if all the pieces fall together. But the same can be said about almost any team in the top seven. You know, so we definitely don't know what we're going to get. Uh, he, I think he's still dealing with somewhat of an injury. 
Um, I think it's uh, his ankle or his foot or something like that. So we're definitely going to see what, what they're going to do to try to match up against each other. But at this point, Minnesota's missing their best big. Minnesota's missing their best perimeter defender. Minnesota's missing their best backup big. And I don't know if that team even know what, what's going on. So I, I don't really know what to expect from both teams because well, Lakers, like, are they going to be hot? Are they going to shoot good? Are they not? So I definitely want to hear your thoughts on what you think is going to be the outcome of this game before I let you know who I think uh, definitely was this. Yeah, well, I mean, Lakers, they have been hot lately. I mean, starting out the season at 2-1-10, horrific start, just terrible. Yeah. But... I mean, after after that trade, after the, all those trades they made, you know, midseason, after the trade deadline, they've been, like you said, I mean, they won 18 out of the last 26 games, what, 20 or, or 18 and 7 or 18 and 8. Is that what they are? Which is, I mean, it's a credible record. That's a great record. If you look at that, it's probably like top two or three records in the NBA after the All-Star team. break. No, that, yeah, that's so, the best record in the NBA after the, after the trade. Are they? Then. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Knicks yeah. were hot too, and and so was uh, Milwaukee for a little bit. But but yeah, then yeah, I guess the LA Lakers, the hottest team since the trade deadline. So right there, I mean, it tells you that those trades meant something. And we even talked about you know the midseason trades, how much this meant to this team. I think that like. Some of these trades, they might have not been like those sexy names that you hear or those stars. I mean, D'Angelo Russell's no scrub, so he's definitely a great, great pickup for the Lakers. He knows how to play with LeBron very well, and he's he's learned that because he played with Kobe at one time uh, at one point, and he's played with a you know a guy that holds the ball pretty much in his hands most of the game. So he knows how to play with those type of guys. He's helped him a lot. Jared Vanderbilt's helped him a lot. So I know Vanderbilt and D'Angelo Russell are going to want to show something in this game against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I think that the the guy from Minnesota that's got to step up has got to be Anthony Edwards, man. I mean, this man is like 21 years old. He's going to be the face of the league soon, like in five years maybe. He's He's got to step it up in this game if they, if they have any chance, if they have any chance. Now, I'm not saying that they necessarily do, but I'm going to give them a shot because I do think with shooters, you can't beat a Lakers team like this. Uh, the Lakers are great down low. They defend really good down low. I mean, with uh, Wayne Gabriel and with Anthony Davis, they're going to be able to defend very well um, down low. And they're, I think Anthony Davis is going to ball out, get like at least 25 and 10 in this game. He's just going to be balling as long as you know they, they play in the, the amount of minutes that they should. And LeBron's going to do his thing like he always does. Uh, but I do think that Minnesota does have a shot. Minnesota has a shot. If they can make their threes, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, the, the guy that – you're really gonna you're gonna have to you know look at is is uh, Anthony Edwards. I'm not saying that you know he's actually gonna score like 30, 35, but I could see him getting like 27 points, something like that. I mean, I will. I do want to see what Kyle Anderson does in this game as well, because he, he's you know usually their second best scorer if Cat uh, is not playing well. And I don't know if Cat. Well, is that's the play. thing. You need Cat to play well. There's no That's way the they and this thing this isn't the story every year. Before they had Rudy Gobert, it's like, all right, we're in the playoffs. We need Cat to perform. What Cat are we getting? Is he gonna give us ten points? Is he gonna give us thirty? What no other big man's really rely on. Not only do we need Cat to score at least twenty five, we need him to also be a, a off a defensive threat. Find a way to stop AD and pretty much be. A, a force in the paint. 
So I don't know if we're going to see that, but I know Edwards going to have to go off as well. He's probably going to have to be the primary scorer as a ball handler. Um, but basically, they have to feed the feed the big man and find a way to get him going if they have a chance of winning this game. They do. It's just the problem with with Cat. Like whenever he plays the Lakers, and just just the last four times he played the Lakers, he scored 15 points, average like 15 points against the Lakers. So he doesn't play good against them. I don't know if that's uh, I don't know what that is. I, I think that's just him trying to shoot more when he plays against the Lakers, and you know, I, I, that's what it could be. I mean, Anthony Davis is a decent defender. He's skinny, but he's the decent. No, defender. no, he's not a he's not a decent defender. He's a great defender. That he is man a great defender. I've been in conversation a... for for defensive player of the year multiple years in a row. The only right. thing he's ever against him is his injury. He's definitely a great sure. defender, and truthfully, um, it's definitely it's definitely a lot to do with Anthony Davis. Like the man is literally all right. So take it for instance. This year they played three times. I think Minnesota won twice. But the one time that both LeBron and Davis played together, obviously they lost. Um, but Davis in two games that he has played is averaging 38 and 11. So, and that was against Gobert and Cat this year. So my man is going off. He eats. It's always free eats every time he play uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves. So Cat got to find a way to step it up if, if they want to go into the play and turn. If they want to, because basically the winner of this, and we forgot to mention, winner of this play is Grizzlies. Uh, so definitely, uh, wh- whoever want a chance to move on and face the Grizzlies, basically gotta gotta find a way to step it up. Grizzlies got their own problems with their bigs as well, so oh, yes. we can even talk about them. Uh, you know, we will in a in the next episode. But I I definitely think that with uh with the Lakers, it, it's obviously gonna have to come down to LeBron and AD if they're able to like run this game smoothly. You know, I I could definitely see them. I could I could see them pulling away in the fourth, but you know for for me the question really is Anthony Edwards. That's that's the guy that that's my that's really my uh, key to this game, the X factor, the guy that can really change the game. Because if he really plays well and he shows out in in that playing game, then they can really really just make like some sort of sleeper, you know, uh, some sort of you know sleeper win that nobody's gonna expect. Um, for me, though, I do expect LeBron to ball out. I expect him to do his thing, and I, I think the revenge tour is going to happen for Russell and for Vanderbilt. I think those are guys that are going to want to you know, make some noise right now. I think Vanderbilt is going to try to score a few threes, and, and Russell's going to do his thing. I think LeBron and AD are going to ball out. I, I've got the Lakers winning this game, but I think it's going to be a close one, man. I think it's going to be a close one. I only got it a four-point game. I got this 115-111. Mm. Okay, Lakers one fifteen one eleven. Yeah, what about right, you? Uh, well, you got this one. We think so. So basically, uh, at this point, without uh, your best two defenders that were literally supposed to be guarding their best two offensive players, uh, basically without Big Daniels and without Gobert, I don't see a way that they just don't dominate this game. Um, I definitely do think Cat has to step up to make it competitive. Um, but if not, the, I definitely do see the Lakers running away with this one. And I see it as a Lakers win uh, 120 to 109. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, we talked about the Minnesota Timberwolves when they first got Rudy Gobert. And I don't know if you remember this, but, like, I totally said that this was not going to work. I, I even had them oh, yeah. early in the season. I had them in the playing tournament. I knew that they were going to be a playing team. I didn't think they were, they were going to make any noise this year. I mean, yeah, they made those 
they made the big trade where they, they lost uh, D'Angelo Russell. But then again, I mean, you thought that this team was going to come out hot. They were going to have the two-headed monster. I don't think it's been working. And even now, uh, with them, I don't know why they would suspend Rudy Gobert in the most important game. They have the no season, choice. He physically, he's physically put his hands on another player in front of everybody. I get it. But it wasn't the NBA suspending him. This was the team suspending him. If it was the NBA, yeah. then I would understand it. But it was the team that suspended him. I know they were trying to set a precedent because they don't want like other you know teammates to be doing the same thing. But why not fine him for you know fine him for this season, fine him like a hundred thousand dollars, and then make him miss the first ten games of the season or first five the next year or something like that? Because he's also been playing game. trash. Yeah, that's yeah, why. But they need him. They need him. I'll be honest. Like without him, they're not winning this game at like at all. With with him, they would have had a better shot. I mean, he's giving them thirteen, eleven. I guess. Uh, the but defense definitely, still, like, yeah, I mean, he's been defensive player of the year. Yeah, but he's also been really getting cooked this year. That's what I'm saying. He's really been falling off. Um, but either way, I definitely do agree with you. The Lakers should be running away with this one. Um, so to recap, we got. The Heat getting the seventh spot in the East, and my score was 116 to 108. What was your score? I got an eight-point game, 109-101. And then to recap, in the West, we both got the Lakers taking that seventh seed. I got mine's 120 to 109. I got 115-111. Lakers winning. Nice, nice. Um, and that's definitely uh. Like I said, those the, are yeah two the two seats that are gonna be uh you know or the two seventh seeds that are gonna be one from those two games right there and those are gonna be some tough matchups but whoever wins is gonna be interesting It's definitely gonna be uh-huh. interesting and the but eighth seed those, is not in uh, I was saying the eighth seed is not out the picture yet just to remind the fans uh, they will get a chance to face uh, the winner of the ninth versus tenth. Um, but pretty much uh, you're going to tell us what we're going to talk about next. Exactly. I mean the nine ten matchup is, is going to be Chicago, Toronto, and Oklahoma City, uh, New Orleans, and you know those teams are definitely are going to have to fight with the losers of Minnesota, Lakers, Miami, Atlanta. So. You know, we'll we'll talk about that in the next episode because we are going to talk about whoever, whoever's going to win the seventh seed. But I wanted to talk about, you know, since there's a lot of series in the playoffs, I kind of wanted to start us off with two of the hottest series right now in the playoffs. And they're some of the most intriguing series. And these are the four or five matchups in both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Now, in, in the Eastern Conference, we got the New York Knicks versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. In the Western Conference, we got the L.A. Clippers versus the Suns. Um, I wanted to talk about those two series, and why don't we start it off? Uh, which one you want to hit up? Yes, uh, so basically, you already know uh, four versus five is, is always a good matchup. Uh, sometimes, well, most of the time, uh, you pretty much uh, get even matchups uh even sometimes yeah. sometimes it's uh all right whoever's getting this are they gonna be able to make it to the next round are they gonna be able uh, uh to move forward uh so pretty much I, I definitely do think these are gonna be some good teams but i definitely want to start off with the uh, clippers versus the suns um but before we do that uh do you want to go ahead and uh yeah just wanted to make sure that if you guys are watching the video 
make sure you guys click that like button and subscribe to the channel. We love you guys, and we love you guys following with us and every sport that we talk about. Also, if you guys definitely want to check us out on Patreon, that's the place to go where you guys can ask us questions, give some general support to the stream. You know, if you guys just want to go ahead and uh, just give general support, then we have that level for you. But then there's the higher levels where you guys can get some merch from the Who You Got podcast. We got some really cool shirts, hoodies, and all that good stuff over there at patreon.com slash got. Also, if, if you guys uh, are listening, make sure that you subscribe to the the podcast too wherever you get your podcast apple podcast spotify and uh, google podcast as well as all over the uh, metaverse definitely check us out but if you want everything all at once follow why don't you tell them about that yes definitely you already know where we're at www.whoyougotpodcast.com uh pretty much got access to everything there uh we got access to the blogs access to the podcast uh links and almost anywhere you could think of uh access to our youtube channel or you can see all of our videos uh access to our merch where you can pretty much get all of our stuff and obviously access to the patreon uh pretty much uh we got everything you need there if you want to go ahead and like like Rado said, give us that support on Patreon. Go ahead and give us that. Uh, we got a lot of things set up for you guys, and we want to make sure that we keep giving you guys the good sports content we can. Exactly. And, of course, if you guys just want to follow us on our Instagram, check me out at the Iconic Dude and Mellow. Mellow Notorious. Of course. So, definitely, we got all that good stuff for you guys and more. But, you know... Before we end the episode, like I said, I want us to talk about these four or five matchups. These are incredible matchups. I mean, uh, the L.A. Clippers versus the Phoenix Suns. This could be the most intriguing matchup in the in all of the first round. And and not just like because you got so many stars, but the potential mm-hmm. for an injured star to come back during the series and make and really make this a very 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 interesting series. The LA Clippers, of course, they're missing Paul George right now. He he, uh, last week of the season he got injured, and they said that they were gonna evaluate him, and especially like in the first round they were gonna reevaluate him. And of course, we know the Phoenix Suns, you know what they did. Obviously, they were in the finals recently a few years ago, and then they made a huge, huge trade for Kevin Durant in the middle of the season. Now you got the four-headed monster of Chris Paul, Booker. Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton. This is going to be an incredible series, man. Who you got for this one, and uh, what's your analysis for this one? Man, uh, this is this is a crazy series, and, and truthfully, uh, truthfully, a lot of the, a lot of it depends on the return of Paul George. If we're being honest, um, you got two teams that potentially uh, fully healthy, both have a real shot at actually winning winning the whole thing. If we're being honest, so yes, um, 100%. like you said, the Suns. Made a black tr- blockbuster trade, got Kevin Durant. Uh, didn't have to give up Aiton, only gave up a few core pieces. Um, but at this point, they are probably one of the best starting lineups on paper. Um, obviously, over there in in the Clipper side, uh, you have a great duel in Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard. The addition of of Russell Westbrook, uh, a deep bench that knows how to shoot and play defense. Uh, you're looking at a, a great team. Uh, and both, like I said, both teams were looking to go far. So uh, definitely uh, <clears throat> to see how this series will start off without Paul George. Uh, we're gonna have to see what Kawhi Leonard is gonna be willing to give us. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen Kawhi Leonard have to be able to do uh 
do this, basically take the reins, be that lead guy, and take over. Uh, we're going to see how the load management work, um, how these back-to-backs work, uh, and really see. Um, I, I think he's going to have to give us 30-plus for them to stay in this series long enough for Paul George to get back, if, if that's possible. Um, another person we got to see who, who got to step up is Russell Westbrook. Uh, we definitely got to see him uh, get an increase in, in usage uh, in the smart way. And definitely uh, I'll make sure that he he plays smart ball, uh, don't play too fast, but still allow his speed and athleticism to allow him to do what he do. So I definitely do love this 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 series. A lot of star matchups, KD versus Kawhi. Someone's gonna have to guard Westbrook. Wait. I don't know who can guard uh, Booker. Like they just got so many people on the Sun side. I, I don't know what what they can expect if Paul George come back. Booker versus PG is going to be a fantastic matchup to watch. So uh, definitely, definitely going to see what what this series can really bring us. Um, I, I don't know. I when it comes to who I think is going to win. Um, see, it's tough, isn't it? Because um, yeah, I, even without Paul George, I gotta say, I think that this is going to be a, a crazy series because I think both of these teams are very good playing on the road. And both of these teams can win on the road. And that's what they've been good at. Even without KD early in the season, Phoenix was so good playing on the road. The LA Clippers, they're known for, obviously, their defense and and how Ty Lue, you know, is, is a great defensive coach as well. And they actually have a great defensive team, not just Kawhi Leonard, who we all know is, is the Claws defensive player of the year at one point. But obviously, like... Guys like Bones Highland and, and Terrence Mann and Eric Gordon, these are guys that can really defend. Uh, Norman Powell as well as a big guy that can defend. So you got defenders there. Um, some of the keys are definitely going to be, you know, the, the bigs, you know, especially Ibaka Zubac versus DeAndre Ayton is going to be a huge matchup because we know DeAndre Ayton, he can tear up a lot of teams in the West, and he has been ter- tearing up uh, the Clippers when they've been playing. He's He's been close to getting... Like uh, 20 points, he's at like 17 points in the last three matchups against Clippers. So he's definitely been balling out against them. Uh, I do think that the Clippers got guys that can score, though. Now you've seen the re- resurgence of Russell Westbrook, and he's he is on some sort of a revenge tour as well. He wants to show people that they weren't counting mm-hmm. him out, and the Clippers have been starting to put him in a starting lineup as well. And you saw just recently he, he got like 36 points in a game just the last week of the season he did that. So yeah, he's been going, going into off. the playoffs. A man's got a lot, a lot of uh, not just like hype for himself, but he's got, he's also got like a chip on his shoulder that he's like, well, I'm, I've been to like four different teams in four years. Nobody really wants me, and let me just show you guys what I, what I still got left in the tank. So I think that he can be, obviously, a third option for for a team like this. If Paul George comes back, it's going to be very interesting. But I, I want to book something right now. I think that the Clippers. Mm. The Clippers are going to win the first game in this series. Book it right now. Clippers are winning that first game. It's in it's in the Suns. Uh, it's in Phoenix. But I still think that the Clippers are going to take it, even without Paul George. That first game is going to be is going to be taken by them. They play very good defense, and like I said, they play very good on the road. I think that that translates a lot, and three pointers translate with guys like Covington, Morris, obviously Gordon, and. Highland pretty much and and Bones Highland like they can they can score a bunch of threes uh and I do think that they're going to take that game one I think that Phoenix is is kind of uh they are feeling 
they're feeling a little. I'm not necessarily scared, but this is not the matchup they wanted for the first round. Like this is definitely not the matchup they wanted. They would have been happy getting somebody like maybe Minnesota or even like OKC if they could have moved all the way up, you know, to the to the fifth seed. They didn't want this matchup, but I do think that at least for the first game, I think that LA Clippers got it. The rest of the series, I'll tell you in a second. But I want to know uh, what you think about that. Do you think that they can win the first game possibly? I mean, honestly, uh, it's in the it's in Phoenix, right? Yeah, it's in Phoenix. It's in Phoenix. Yeah, no. Um, mm. Monty Williams been doing a great job with this roster. Um, Booker's been having a great year. Everyone's back from injury. Um, there's too many pieces on on the Sun side. Uh, I I don't know if they're gonna figure it out. They were two two in the season series. Um, but basically, uh, they really didn't have their full team um, and none of those matchups, neither team. So it's really hard to tell off of this. Uh, when it one comes of those to Clippers series. wins, one of those Clippers wins, they didn't even have Paul George or Kawhi. Yes, I remember that. So it's it's really it's really hard to tell off these matchups. Uh, but I definitely don't think they, they take the first game. Um, and I'll be honest. uh I don't think that they take the series. Uh, there's a chance that Paul George might come back, um, but uh, Kawhi and Westbrook, I do not think is enough firepower to to deal with what we have uh, over there. And I definitely don't think that Zubox is, I'll be honest, his weakness is uh, dropping off that pick and roll in the mid range. And that's exactly where Phoenix feast. That's exactly where they make their money at. So I definitely don't think that they win the first game or win the series. And I actually got the Suns winning this series uh four two. I do get Ooh, them wow. winning uh I'll be honest. So Suns I do got six. them <laughs> I do got them winning the uh second game. Um I do think I mean hey at the end of the day I do think they win on one in a row, but I just don't think it's the first game. But you you know what? Actually you're right, because truthfully, if they have a best shot, it's gonna be the first one. Um so yeah, a lot a lot of the Twitter talk has been Clippers and six, Clippers and six, and I don't know why I've been, why they've been saying that. I was gonna say like I don't know why they've. Been I mean, saying it might even be Suns and seven, uh, but I nah. was just gonna say, well, if anything, it, it, it might be Clippers and seven, but Clippers and six. Come on, now, without Paul George, like y'all gotta calm that down right now, because um, without Paul George, just this is not. There's no way the Clippers are gonna win in six. There's no way. Let's just get that out of the table. I do believe that they're gonna win the first game, just because the reasons I say that. I think that they are a hot team. You know, especially when they get off in the first round hot and they they can score threes. They play good on the road. I think that they could take the first one. Now going towards the rest of the series, they are gonna start to figure each other out. I do expect Booker and KD to start taking over the series. But honestly, I, I expect actually more. KD and and Aiton to take over the series really because I do think oh, yeah. Aiton is going to play well against Zubac and KD's just going to show off his scoring prowess. Uh, now it's going to be interesting if Paul George comes back game five. Let's say they're and start locking up Booker. Let's say there's two two going into game five. That's going to be interesting. Paul George comes back. I just think it might be too little too late. I still got. The Suns winning it, but I got this as a seven-game series. I think this is going to be an amazing series. Even without Paul George, I think it's going to go seven games. I just think that the way the, the Clippers play defensively, they play every good team tough. And they have been playing you know, very well on the road. So I do believe that they have, they have a shot, but it's just not 
not a closing shot because I do think Game Seven KD closes, gets like 40 points, and and wins a nice playoff series, and and shows off why why the Suns need him. I mean, there's a reason why they were almost undefeated when KD's been on the floor with the Suns. I just think that you know we are gonna see some good things from the Clippers though. Don't think that they're just gonna give up. Oh no, it's definitely gonna be a tough uh, matchup. Um, I I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven. Um, but I just think that the firepower, even with the full Clippers team, is just gonna be too little, too late. Even if it's an even series, uh, uh, you're gonna have a, a Phoenix Sun teams that are really filling themselves out and defensively starting to figure out uh, the Clippers. So Paul George starts adding different looks. Um, but how useful is he gonna be coming right into the lineup is the question. So I definitely do. That's why I got a six because I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know how soon he comes back. I don't know if Nobody they allow him to come back depending. Um how bad they're losing like it's just it's just too much in the air so i definitely got the suns with way more firepower anyways walking away with this for sure they definitely got more firepower for sure and the, nobody knows when paul george is coming back could be game two or as early as game two just because the way that these series go on for a long time i mean uh you know he's from the end of the season until game two he's already gonna have like a week and a half two weeks and that's when they said that they were gonna look at him again so I mean, you never know you never know but we both got the Suns. We both got the Suns moving on. And I think we know why. It's because one of the best players in the world, Kevin Durant. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Honestly, the Suns are one of the favorites to win it all. Uh, we'll definitely be tracking their journey throughout this playoffs and see if they can actually get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, I would have had the Clippers winning this series if they would have had Paul George going in the first game because I had the Clippers winning it all in the preseason NBA episode we did. I had them as my NBA preseason winner um but just without both of their guys they can't do it they can't do it but let's go from one team this you know that's got a few injuries to another team that finally figured out how to stay on the court together and i'm talking about the new york knicks and they got to play the cleveland cavaliers the new york knicks are the fifth seed in the east the cleveland cavaliers are the fourth seed of course early in the season we know what happened. The New York Knicks, they picked up Jalen Brunson from Dallas Mavericks. This was like last year, pretty much, of the free agency. And Cleveland picked up Donovan Mitchell. So both mm-hmm. of these guys got some amazing stars to come you know, to their cities. And the Knicks have been looking incredible. And not just you know early in the season. like They look good early. Then they started taking a, like, pretty much a slump until the All-Star break. But since the All-Star break, they've been looking pretty good. And they've been definitely one of the hottest teams since the All-Star break. Um, as far as the Cavaliers, though, I don't know. This this is going to be an amazing series because there's a lot of storylines for this one, too. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but the New York Knicks had a shot to get Donovan Mitchell. They just didn't, they didn't give him enough money for as uh, always. free agency. And as he decided always. to go with Cleveland. So that's a huge storyline. So who you got for this series, Cleveland versus New York? I mean, it's so crazy because this is honestly just like the the last series. It really depends on your boy Randall. Another injury, and we don't know when he's coming back. He should be coming back this round. They shut him down for the rest of the season knowing they were going to stay in the playoffs. Uh, so we don't know what we're getting. Uh, but definitely uh, the, the, these teams, they, they know each other well. Um, Cleveland is the higher seed. Cleveland has uh, more stars, bigger names. I mean, 
Darius Garland and Evan Mobley was doing their thing last year, and then they went and got Donovan Mitchell and took the whole team to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a great year, and obviously, like you said, uh, Jalen Brunson pretty much did the same exact thing for the Knicks. Um, so both teams pretty much have the same trajectory. Um, obviously, um, they played four times this year. The Knicks won three times, um, but like I said, they they the Cavs have the better firepower and they're the higher seed and technically the favorites uh in this series especially without rando starting um but it, it, they they know each other well the knicks know how to play well against them and this definitely won't be something that even though all the favorites and all the the names are on the cab side where you could just write the knicks off even without rando um because obviously as as forced Four times you play in a year, you're not playing with all your stars. Um, So I I definitely do think this is going to be a well-fought, really tough series. Um, Cavs really got one of the best defense in the leagues. Uh, They're lengthy. They're long. Um, Obviously, we know what they got, all those big boys uh, running around, including Evan Mobley, uh, who can do really well on the perimeter. Um, Obviously, Jerry Allen uh, in the paint, blocking everything. Um, Pretty much... They're going to try to, especially starting off without without Orlando, they're definitely going to try to start and, and be aggressive on Brunson and, and force him uh, to funnel into the paint and pretty much get beat down there uh, by their big one. Um, granted, they're not all-star defenders, um, but they definitely do got some good defenders. Garland's not bad, um, but they even might maybe put a wing on Brunson if Randall's not there because there's no one else. Who else are you going to guard? So you might as well, you know, sure. throw your best defender, or even if he's a little longer. I'm not saying Mobley, um, but they definitely uh, might not just leave it for Garland to, to actually to be matched up against him. Um, so I definitely do think that uh, they're going to try to crowd him and just force him to make the role players come out um, and and definitely see how anyone else can score and who else is going to come out that out that uh, Knicks team and, and pretty much show up. Um, I definitely do think there there is a chance. Uh, this is a better chance than Paul. George that uh that Randall plays he actually yeah, I has think, a good shot I think of, he's of coming be, back after one or two games or even being available uh pretty pretty at, at game one yeah I think he's gonna be evaluated during the playing game so he might even be available game one yeah so I definitely do think he is crucial and truthfully um that's gonna be crucial for uh the next team uh while playing uh against um the the Cavs, he pretty much averages uh, 25-10 and 4, uh, has good good averages in the last couple matchups, um, doing 45% um, overall and uh, I think 34 at 3. So he definitely plays well against them. Uh, having someone like Brunson is good to take the pressure off. Um, so I definitely I think this is going to be a series of, of defensive matchups, and he's a big part of whether the Knicks can actually survive that defensive onslaught if they can make it throughout the series and to the next round. Um, on the other end, obviously, you already got just a a, a bunch of people who's going, going at it. You're going to have Mitch. You're going to have Garland. Um, I don't know how you're going to stop both of them on every night. Um, definitely one of them is going to go off for 30, and if you can, you're going to stop only one of them, and you're, you're going to have a 
still I'm um, getting 15 or something. So definitely uh, do think that this is going to be a good series uh, where uh, it's going to be a lot of perimeter defending, uh, trying to just cut each other off. Um, but before I say who I think win, um, and I, I want to see what do you think about what we're going to get defensively? Because like I said, I, I definitely think it's going to be a great defensive matchup. And for me specifically, that perimeter defense uh, not allowing uh, pretty much Garland, uh, Garland, Mitchell, and Brunson to go off from either team. As far as defensively, I, I do agree with you. I think it is going to be a great defensive matchup. Now, for me, it's going to be more the backcourt, or not not the frontcourt, the backcourt more. I, I don't know about like the matchups with the point guards, but I, I do think that the Cleveland's got that two-headed monster that we were talking we were talking about that in Minnesota, you know, how their two-headed monster is not really playing well together. Well, now you got Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. They're playing so well together in Cleveland. And not only that, they're one of the best rebounding teams, and they're the one, one of the best blocking teams as well. So they block very well, both of these guys together. They rebound very well. They get offensive rebounds. Um, and that's why I do think that it's going to be quite a challenge for New York to really um, score underneath. I mean, if we get Randall back early, then, yeah, I think that that's going to help mm-hmm. them a lot more. But, but with Mitchell Robinson down low, I don't know how much how much points you're going to get down low in the paint. I mean, uh, you're going to have to rely on guys like, obviously, Brunson and, and R.J. Barrett to be scoring and, and guys like Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin is a guy that's probably going to be starting instead of Randall if Randall doesn't come back. And he did just have, like, a career game at the end of the season. But is that enough? Like, is that enough firepower? Because on the other side, you guys you got guys like Garland that could score 20 and Mitchell that could score 30 if he wanted to. And... Like I said, not to mention like Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, who they can go off and get their 15 and 10 if they really wanted to. So and I just think, of course, Levert has always played good. He's always like a good three and D guy, and his defense is very slept on. Um, that's that's one guy that you're definitely gonna have to see against Brunson. I think. Uh, Chris and that's all you're exactly that's exactly what I was thinking about uh, that they're gonna probably try to put on Brunson just because he's long and that's my, a good match. might as well. That's yeah. a great matchup, actually, to watch that the offense versus the defense there. That that is a good, a really good matchup. But but for me, I, honestly, I think that this series it really is going to rely more on the backcourt. Watching when Randall comes back, he does like to shoot threes, but he also loves to to back people down. And I want to see him backing down Evan Mobley. I want to see that matchup. That's going to be the dream matchup for me, because I think uh, this is this is pretty much going to be either Randall series or it's going to be Donovan Mitchell series. And the Knicks are going to be so mad if Donovan Mitchell comes out and beats them. And Knicks fans are going to be mad, too, just because they didn't want to pay him an extra, like, $5 million. Knicks fans are going to be pissed. They had a chance to get Donovan Mitchell. They had to settle. I mean, not really settle for Jalen Brunson because we didn't know he was going to turn into what he is now. He's pretty much an all-star playing with the Knicks. But, I mean, at at last year's point, like you would have really wanted Mitchell instead of Jalen Brunson, and I, I still would want that. I still want Mitchell. He's more of a highlight reel. He's got more box office uh, potential and definitely a better shooter than than Brunson. But I just think that this is literally like this is Mitchell to show off that he can beat the, the Knicks. I think that this is a series for him. And honestly, I got. Cleveland winning this series and guess what I got another seven game series because I do think this is going to be a close and a pick em series I think both of these teams uh, are going to be able to win two in a row at home so it's going to be two two going into the fifth and sixth games and then they're going to swap 
road games and going into game seven, playing in Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to take over. Mitchell and Mobley are going to take over, and that's how they're going to win it. And I got this a seven-game series. Cleveland wins it. What about you, though? Who you got one in this one? Uh, truthfully, I definitely do think it's going to be a great matchup. I do got it as a seven-game series as well. Um, I do think um, it's going to be good to see where Ando and Brunson going against Garland and, and Mitchell. Um, but at the end of the day, that Cleveland defense is just going to be so suffocating. Uh, they got a lot of wing defenders that they can throw on Brunson. Um, and truthfully, a lot of teams pretty much know that when it comes to Randall, all you got to do is cut him off from his spots. Um, and you really, he really, you really can force him to have a bad game. That um, left, so, uh, the left corner or not corner, but the left side three where he always like shoots from the elbow three. <laughs> uh, so the elbow three, um, and honestly, uh, top of the top right or left, actually knows top right of the of the free throw line at the top of the key um and pretty much uh down low um coming off his left so you definitely want to uh, cut off his top uh top spots and just force him to go anywhere else um and i definitely do think that they're going to cause trouble uh for both him and brunson so uh and like i said you you can't stop both uh mitchell and garland from having off nights um and if you do somehow do that then unfortunately that means you just like uh mobley have a great night uh so pretty much i do think that they're going to overpower it but it is going to be a tough fall series uh home advantage is going to be very crucial this series uh so i do got it as a, a Cavs 4-3 win yeah yeah i do i agree with you the home home field is is going to be crucial and i think that that's going to show in those first four games i think both of these teams are going to be playing great at home and uh, honestly i i really want to see two guys for the Knicks step it up and that's how they can win this series and we really haven't seen much of him, but I want to see Derrick Rose in this series, man. Come on. Derrick Rose needs to show up here. At least a few minutes. At least a few minutes a game. Come on, give us something. Give us some defense. Give us a three or two. Like, let, let's get that crowd hyped up. And also, I want to see Josh Hart make threes for the Knicks. Josh That's Hart's the one that got to step up. Cam Reddish as well. Uh, Derrick Rose is not getting any playing time. I know. He's not. Uh, I know. Like, but I, I want to see him, though. I know. He, he gets, like, barely gets minutes, like, here and there. He get, he'll get, like, 10 minutes in every, like, five games. But, yeah, he's usually a DNP. But I'm just saying, I want to see him. Of course, like, we do need to see Emmanuel quickly. And, uh, and obviously, R.J. Barrett played well in this series if, if you really – if we really think the Knicks are going to go seven games because they need shooting. I mean, without Randall, they're losing a lot of, you know, firepower plus scoring down low, which is 25 points a game pretty much. So Obi Toppin and quickly and RJ are going to have to step it up. Nah, at the end of the day, uh, they, like I said, they might throw Levert on Brunson, but if RJ starts going off um, or if they feel like he pulls a threat, they're going to leave him on on him and at that point Mitchell or Garland aren't the greatest defenders um so it's definitely going to be a, a a thing of matchups and a game of matchups and it's definitely going to be dependent on the role players um aka RJ Barrett um Chris Carisover uh Josh Hart those people stepping up um even Cam Reddish uh to kind of allow uh pretty much the next star to breathe yeah but I will say this, though. I will not be surprised at all if the, if the Knicks win it in seven either. Like like I said, this is a pick em series. Oh, and yeah. I think whatever team, I mean, whatever we see in game seven, that's that's who's going to win it. And it's going to be it's going to be close. Like a few games are going to be decided by three points. I could see this series being very close. 
both of these play, teams play close when they play each other, and I'm going to love watching this series for sure. Oh, yes, I definitely can't wait. And like I said, that's why uh, obviously we wanted to, to cover who was getting in that seventh seed. Um, but we definitely wanted to cover the four and five matchups right off the bat because these are actually going to be uh, some very good matchups. Um, and obviously, uh, that's what you get with four and five. Um, so we definitely are going to be excited to see these uh, these series play out. That's right. So just to recap, for the Western four or five matchup, we got the L.A. Clippers versus the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. And Melo, who you got one in that I, series? I got the Suns winning in six. And I got the Suns winning in seven. And then the Eastern Conference matchup, the 4-5 matchup is the Cleveland Cavs, actually the New York Knicks versus the Cleveland Cavs because the Cavs are the fourth seed, Knicks are the fifth seed. Who you got for this one? I got the Cavaliers winning in seven. And same for me. I got the Cavs in seven, baby. So both of these games and series are going to be amazing. Of course, the playing games are going to be great to watch because you do got some firepower in both of those teams that are going to be playing and a lot of star power in, in those uh, series that we're talking about, obviously, in, in the West and the East. So definitely going to be great to watch and a great start to the NBA playoffs. Oh, yes. And uh, like we said, we, we started off with the NBA uh, play-in and playoffs a couple of years ago. Uh, me personally, um, we cover boxing, we cover UFC, uh, we cover NFL, and we cover NBA. I personally love uh, NBA as a sport. It's my favorite sport. Um, and definitely uh, just just going on uh, what's going on. We definitely uh, we definitely want to uh, pick up baseball this year. So we're going to be adding another sport to who you got. Uh, so you'll see that this summer. And definitely uh, this is what our 94th episode. Yes, sir. Almost hitting that 94th episode. Enough, so almost hitting that 100. So we are going to announce soon on our social media uh, giveaway. We definitely uh, uh pretty much going to do something on, on our social media um, and pretty much make sure we, we give one of our fans some some nice merch and, and let you guys know uh, how you can pretty much rap and rock who you got. Definitely. If you guys want to, you know, enter the the giveaway contest, make sure you guys go follow us on Facebook. Type in Who You Got Podcast. Uh, check us out on Twitter, Who You Got Podcast. TikTok slash Who You Got. Also, Instagram, Who You Got Podcast. Pretty much everywhere. Or just pretty much follow us on our website. Melo, tell them about the website. That's where they can find everything. Oh, yes. www.whoyougot.com. You'll have everything. Actually, uh, we'll make a post on the homepage about the giveaway uh, just for anyone who's going to have some recent traffic. Um, and we'll, we'll make sure we give everything you guys need. Exactly. And if again, if you guys are watching, please like and subscribe to the channel. We love you guys. And also make sure you guys comment down below who you think is going to win these series that we talked about or the playing games. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who wins, but we want to know your thoughts as well. So definitely write down who you think is going to win down below. Also check got? us out on our Patreon. We definitely want to know who you got y'all and check us out on the Patreon. Cause that's the place. If you guys want to just write some you know questions for the podcast or just give some general support possibly if you guys yeah. want to write a topic out 
you know, we'll- I about to say general support. We give shout outs. Uh, we get you can pretty much give us topics to cover on the episode. Uh, higher level support. Uh, we got episodes that are never released. Uh, that you can see there as well as a old school uh, line of our our OG merch or pretty much our OG logo. Uh, to kind of make sure uh, we pretty much let you know that we got all that exclusive stuff for you up there in Patreon. Exactly, and that's Patreon.com/slash Who You Got podcast so definitely check us out there and of course if you just wanted to follow us on our social media sites i'm at the iconic dude and hello metal the notorious that's right so thank you guys again for watching this episode it's been a great nba season i can't wait to talk about the more of the nba playoffs as they come ahead and we'll definitely be getting into it more our next episode is going to be in a few days talking about the the rest of the play-in and we are going to be talking some more of the you know the playoff matchup so definitely check us out on the next episode and we'll see you guys on, on that who you got with Mello and Rado peace, <laughs> <y'all>. peace. <laughs> I was about to say Rado for you <laughs> <laughs> you should have brother <laughs> damn